So today's gospel is about forgiveness, and forgiveness works it works uh, in two directions. Obviously, uh, we can be the beneficiaries of it. You know, when we've messed up, when we make a mistake, and someone forgives us, it's great. You know, when when I've made a mistake and I ask for forgiveness, and the other person says it's okay, it's okay. It's great to be the, the the recipient of mercy, the beneficiary of mercy. You know, the harder step is to be the merciful, to be the person who is merciful towards others. That's not easy. Uh, there are many, many situations where this, this, this need for mercy and forgiveness can very much be tried. Uh, Irish families, I think, are particularly um, at risk of, of division when it comes to the question of forgiveness. I think farming communities in a particular way when it comes to wills and bounds ditches and all those kind of things, like we are renowned for all sorts of families not talking to the other family because their cattle broke into my hayfield once and wrecked the place and we're not talking to them anymore and their rabbits got into my cabbages and, you know, we fall out over over the... Over then something's going to be very, very serious when there's a will. And, I mean, wills, you know, you know the expression where there's a will, there's a war. Exactly. Where there's a will, there's a war. Like when, you know, there's, there's, there's only one house and one set of barns and all that. You can't divide the barn into four, into five. And so it can create all sorts of division and anger, uh, which then leads to the need for all sorts of forgiveness. Um, in the business world as well, it can be very, very contentious. You know, if we have a a customer who doesn't pay or whatever it may be. There are all sorts of reasons uh, where, all sorts of situations where our resolve to be forgiving and to be merciful is going to be tested. And it's hard. It's hard to be the person who has to be merciful. We're spo- that's supposed to be us. Because, because we're Christians, because we're Catholics, it's, we have a greater responsibility to be merciful, to be loving and to be forgiving than, than others. We have, we have more grace. But grace has been given to us through, through, through our, all of the sacraments that we have received, through the Eucharist we receive every week. So we're supposed to be merciful. But it's hard. It's very, very hard. I remember my first parish mission was up in Belfast. And it was near, it was on the Falls Road. And there was a guy uh, whose surname I, I can't give away because I don't know it, but we, his name, first name was Joe. We called him Lasagna Joe because he brought us lasagna. Uh, so we were the, the mission team, and he'd bring us a big tray of lasagna uh, every couple of days uh, to, to, to feed us. And he was an absolutely wonderful, was one of those men in the parish who loved getting stuff done. And he wasn't, well, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't old. He was, he'd have been, I suppose, kind of mid-60s, yeah, early 60s, early 60s at the time, I'd say, if even. And uh, just a, a, a wonderful man of prayer, loved the Eucharistic Adoration, loved helping the, the, the local parish priest. Just a, a great guy, a great guy to have around. But one evening we got talking about uh, his, his youth and growing up. And he said, oh yeah, I grew up in, in Ardoin. Now for those who aren't Irish, or, or that Ardoin in the 70s, 80s was a war zone. It was absolute carnage up there. That, it was one of the, the hot spots of just constant tension between the, 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 the local Catholics and the authorities. So he said he grew up in Ardoin. I was trying to calculate his age. And I said, you would have been a teenager then. He said, yeah, I was a teenager. So he would have seen all sorts of uh, injustice, all sorts of violence. All, uh, he would have grown up in a, in, a, say, in a war zone. And he said, you know, I came to the point where 
this was absolutely consuming me. He said it was, it was just eating me up inside, you know, because you see people fall, falsely arrested or beaten or whatever it was. And he said the whole, the, whole, the whole situation was just consuming me from the inside. And he said, like, when I discovered or rediscovered my faith, I realized I have to forgive. I have been forgiven by God. I must forgive or this is going to eat me up from inside. And so he said, like, he said it wasn't easy, but I, I learned how. I'm still learning how. To, to hold on to that forgiveness. You know, once you have forgiven, it's not like with job done and done and dusted. You have to maintain that forgiveness because the memories will return. You know, you'll see other, you'll see further news articles, you'll, you'll meet people who are on the other side, whatever it is. You, you'll be reminded of, of the hurt. Same in family situations or wills or neighbours or uh, disunity in, 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 in the community. You'll see the person again. You'll be reminded of them. There'll be all sorts of things that remind you of them. There are opportunities then to renew our forgiveness. Renew it. It's not that your forgiveness originally wasn't valid. It was good. and we had, There has to be a first step. But then there has to be renewed. Similarly, at the, around about the same time, I, I met another man who was a good friend of Lasagna Joe's. And uh, they were the same age, I discovered later. But you wouldn't have thought so. This man looked absolutely... Uh, just sucked out like, as if the life had been sucked out of him from the, from the inside he was, he was gaunt he was wrinkled he had deep sunken eyes uh, he liked helping in the parish but I, I got talking to him about, about his youth and growing up and he said yeah it was, it was tough it was tough it was tough he said but he said I will never ever forgive them for what they did and he was just he was absolutely convinced I will never forgive them and you could just see how even when he said the words, like a darkness came over the room, you know. There was this, this, this hurt, this anger from inside that was actually, even physically, wasting the man away. You know, forgiveness, this isn't just, it would be nice, or, you know, let's all sing Kumbaya and skip through the poppy fields together. That isn't why the Lord is telling us this. We, if we don't forgive, if we don't forgive, it ruins us. If we don't forgive, it can actually cost us our soul. If I get to heaven, and I'm standing there before the Lord, and I, I say, hey, Jesus, how are things? And he says, oh, good, yeah. And then I have to say, are my neighbors in there? Because if they're, if they're in there, I'm not going in. Well, that may well be your choice, yeah. Or if you know, people from High Street, Low Street, whatever race, color, or creed you've got a problem with, I mean, are they in there as well? I mean, yes. So what do you want to do? Do you want to forgive and enter heaven? Or do you want to hold on to your anger? Now, the sad thing is, and the, the inconceivable thing is, that some people would rather hold on to that anger and hatred. They'd rather hold on to that than forgive and enter heaven. That's, it's, 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 it's literally petrifying to think of that, that someone would rather hold on to hatred then forgive and enter heaven. Do we, do we realize what we're doing? Do we, do we realize what we're deciding when we do that? We're saying, Lord, I don't really care how much you've forgiven me. You're great, and I've no problems with you. But I will not forgive them, and I'd rather hold on to my hatred and go to hell than forgive them and enter heaven. And once that decision is made, it's made forever. It's, it's, it's a scary thought. That's why we have to try and learn this now. Learn forgiveness now. 
because I don't know in that moment when I find myself before the Lord, I don't know what I'll decide. But if I built up the habit now of forgiving, then we can be fairly confident that when we find ourselves before the Lord, up there too, we'll say, Lord, I, I, I've, been, I've received your mercy so often. Help me to be merciful as you are. I forgive them. I forgive them. But it's, it, it, we, we, we need to start now because we don't know how long we have. We don't. We need to build the habit of forgiveness, of mercy now. Father Mike Schmitz, in one of his talks, he, one of his uh, homilies, he talks about mercy, and I think it's one of the best, one of the clearest kind of definitions of, of mercy or forgiveness that, that I've ever heard. He says sometimes when we think about forgiveness, it sounds weak. It sounds, uh, you know, you have to be kind of a pushover. You have to be everyone's doormat. Or like you have to kind of convince yourself, well, that person's actions, they happened a long time ago. So, it's, you know, it's water under the bridge. Let's just all move on. Or maybe you have to try and convince yourself, well, those actions weren't that bad. Or, you know, they happened when, when, when we were children or something. So we've all, you know, it's, it, was, it, was, it was wrong, but look, we, it, was, it was a long time ago. And you try and kind of convince yourself that these things didn't hurt, they were a long time ago, or it's all water under the bridge. Or you try and convince yourself that, that the sin wasn't a sin, or that the hurt doesn't hurt anymore, even though deep down you know it does. He said, like, forgiveness isn't about glossing over the pain or glossing over the hurt or glossing over sin. If something wrong was done to you, something wrong was done to you. That's true and it's actually fair to say so. Okay, so forgiveness doesn't mean we have to gloss over everything and pretend everything is fine. That's, 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 that's living in la-la land. What he said was, in order to forgive, we recognize someone has hurt me. We recognize what the, 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 even the actions were. So who hurt you? Step one. Step two. What, 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 what exactly did they do that hurt you? What were the, the actions that hurt? Now, this might be a painful experience to even think about. Who hurt you and what did they do? Then he said, step three, this is, this is the crucial one. Because of the person's actions, there is a debt of justice. There's a debt of justice. Something wrong was done. You know, if someone hurt you when you were a child, no one should hurt a child. There's a, like, that, that, that's objectively wrong. So, so a debt, there's a debt of justice there. So what is forgiveness? Forgiveness is recognizing the truth of what happened, but saying, Jesus... Through your grace, I release them from their debt. So I'm recognizing there is a debt. There is a debt. But I'm releasing them from their debt. Now, if I can add to what Father Mike said, um, I would say I release them from their debt in the same way that you have released me from mine. Forgive others as we have been forgiven. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, we pray in the Our Father. Forgive us our sins, Lord, as we forgive others theirs. It's not easy. It's not easy, but literally eternal life is at stake here. We, we need to get this one right. We need, to, we need to learn to be merciful. We need to learn to forgive. Now, the, that's, it's, it's, this is probably a heavy kind of a theme so far, but... The consequence of this, right, the consequence of, of living this gospel, of, of being merciful, is interior freedom. You're actually happier. 
And I've met people who don't want to forgive because they feel in some way, if I hold on to that lack of forgiveness, if I hold on to that anger, in some way, it's kind of, it's, it's like justice. You know, that person doesn't deserve to be forgiven, so I won't forgive them. Whether you forgive the person or not, that person's life is exactly as it was. They will go off on their sun holidays to Spain, and you can be sitting there in anger, drowning yourself in vodka. It won't affect their life whatsoever. Your lack of forgiveness doesn't bring justice. Your lack of forgiveness can drag you down. So our forgiveness is necessary here for interior freedom and there for eternal life. We will not have ever, we will never have interior freedom without forgiveness, never. So that's the, that's the good news, you know, that there, 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 is, there is a solution here. If hard and all as it may be, and I know even like I'm thinking of uh, a person who finds it so hard to forgive a family member who committed suicide, you know, or a grandparent who was, who was violent, a father who was absent, a family member who was an alcoholic. These, these things, are, these, are, these are really difficult things to, 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 to forgive or to understand. But if we don't, we won't be free. We won't be free. So whatever the Lord asks us to do, he gives us the grace to do. Whatever he asks us to do, he equips us to do. That's why Holy Mass is so important. That's why the Eucharist is so important. Maybe there are certain situations of people I can't, or maybe, dare I say, I won't forgive. If there's anyone you won't forgive, pray for that. Pray for that quickly. Pray for the grace to want to forgive them. And then through the grace of God, through the grace of the Holy Eucharist, ask Jesus, Jesus, help me to release them from their debt as I have been released from mine. Lord, set me free that I can enjoy life, that I can enjoy the presence of my children, my wife and work, and that I can enjoy all that you have given me, because if, if I'm consumed with hatred or with unforgiveness, I'll be blinded to the beauty around me. Lord Jesus, set us free. How often must I forgive my brother if he wrongs me? As often as seven times? Jesus answered, not seven, I tell you, but seventy-seven times. May the Lord who has called us to be merciful as he is merciful, equip us to be his disciples of mercy. Amen. So let us stand as we profess our faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake... Well, thank you so much for joining us uh, for our Masses and Homilies here in Holy Family Mission. We would like to ask uh, two things of you, if we may. We're about to start our new year uh, with uh, our new community members on Sunday week, the 24th of September. It's our, our eighth year, and we're delighted now to welcome uh, our new community uh, to be part of Holy Family for this year of faith formation, where they should discover a new or, to a greater depth, 
this personal relationship with Jesus and his transforming and healing power. So to that end, we are also uh, restoring our uh, chapel here. Uh, unfortunately, we have a leaking roof and leaking walls, and so we were quoted recently uh, 6,000 euro to do some work here in the chapel and some work in the house where, which has, has similar problems. So if you could help us uh, with this appeal, we would be greatly, greatly appreciative so that this work can continue. We wish to uh, be instruments of the Lord in renewing the faith. We want young people to know who Jesus is. And so this, this chapel is used a lot, thank God, uh, but we'd like to, to keep it in, 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 in working order and uh, to have the most beautiful place that we can for the Lord to reside in and for people to pray in. So if you'd like to support this appeal uh, to this chapel dedicated to Our Lady of Sorrows, please go to our website, holyfamilymission.ie, and you can donate there. And all donations will be greatly, greatly appreciated. God bless you.